powerful is the Cox Network. So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. This preview of where we're going for Wednesday Night Live Bible study on tomorrow. Y'all already know that um, we call it Wednesday Night Live because our Bible studies are live. I mean, they are amazing. Full of energy, full of fire, full of passion. The word is always strong. It's always powerful. So come on in. Tonight, uh, we are on. We added tonight the Bishop Foreman Facebook, Bishop Foreman YouTube, Bishop Foreman Twitter tonight. Just to mix it up a little bit tonight. But I want you to do me a favor. Come in. And when you come in, make sure that you speak to me. Shalom, Cardina. Shalom, Centennial. Good to see you. Tim, y'all, talk to me as you come in. Come and talk to me. Someone says, did you read uh, your messages? Um, I get lots of messages, so I, I'm able to get to them when I am. Um, best thing to do if you want to get me a message is to definitely email my office. Click the email link in my bio, and, and uh, that's the best way to get me a message. I'd love to know what it is, but if you do that, that'll go to my, uh, my team, and they'll make sure that I get that message. But I get a lot of messages all the time, so I'm not able to read them all. All right? Listen, come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, and share the video tonight. Um, so this is a message preview for where we're going for Wednesday Night Live Bible Study tomorrow. First of all, talk to me. How many of you, you are being blessed by the series that we are in, by the series that we're in, which is called Daddy Issues? Um, if you're being blessed, wave at me. Um, and then tell me how you're being blessed. Like, what is it doing for you? What is it doing for you? Come on, Lil Rock, good to see you. Shalom from the gym. Hey, Decatur, Georgia, that's ATL, Jersey, you in here tonight. Let's go, let's go. How many of you, um, you're being blessed, and not only are you being blessed, thanks, Nina, not only are you being blessed, but tell me, what is the series speaking to you? What is the series saying to you? What is sticking out to you? Joshua Tree, California, working. Come on, working. I love it, I love it, I love it. All right, what is it saying to you? Give me some, talk to me. Jacksonville, good to see you. Let's go. What is this series saying to you? What are you learning? What is it speaking? Central Park, come on, Central Park. Central Park is in New York Central Park or City Park as in Denver City Park? Aurora, good to see you. All right, speak to me. Tell me what is going on. Shalom, shalom. I got rid of my aching. That's good. Someone said pink shirt past the day. <laughs> I was at the gym. Somebody else said, love that pink shirt. It matches. You can't see my shoes. I got to start doing them outfit picks that people people do. I just, I, right, I got to start doing that. I, healing from my fear of rejection. That's good. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. Come on, talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. What is broke, broke, uh, broke a generational curse? I love it. Um, Central Park is in Stapleton. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I didn't know they called it Central Park. Okay, all right. Come on, Denver, trying to have a Central Park. All right, listen. I, what is it speaking to you? What is it speaking to you? Pray for my health. You have coronavirus. We're going to definitely, we'll pray for you. Father, matter of fact, we're going to pray for you now over here on TikTok. Father, your word says that healing is the children's bread. And Father, for the individual that just uh, commented that they have COVID, Father, we speak healing to them now. We pray for a quick recovery from the top of their head and the soles of their feet. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um, here's, here's a comment. It says, because I didn't know that I had that issue until I realized 
I need to forgive those old wounds. I was carrying them. I know that that's good. Learning um, to self-love, depend on God more. This is good. Call it out. Confess it. Change. Come on. Revelation of the issues that were passed down to me. I didn't even realize that this is good. Um, third to fourth, uh, fourth generation, how you show David and Jesse. This is good. This is good. This, uh-oh, uh-oh. I hope I didn't. Did I just click the button? I think I may have accidentally clicked the button. Maria, let me know you're still there. I, I, I'm going to make sure I didn't accidentally click the block button. It just popped up, and I, I want to make sure I didn't do that. I was trying to swipe up. This is realized that I had daddy issues. Even though my father was around, I still had daddy issues. This is good. And the curses will keep visiting. That's good. Answers questions that come up through the week. Yes, this is good. This is good. Greetings. Shalom. Good to see you, Elijah. Shalom, Bishop Harvest from, from Toronto. To not hide from our sins. This is good. This is good. How we can end up being like people we didn't want to be like. That is true. Not accepting. That's just how I am. That is so good. Everybody's got to get this thing. If you're going to be a curse breaker, you cannot live in this mentality of this is just how I am. Um, complacency is the, watch me, is the antithesis of curse breaking. I'll say it again. Complacency is the antithesis of curse breaking. If you are going to break curses, you cannot be complacent. And you cannot simply say, this is just how I am. You were, God wants to reshape you. That's why in Jeremiah 18, the Bible says that we are potter. He, uh, he's the potter. We're the clay. He shapes us and reshapes us the way he wants us to be. If your whole thing is, this is just how I am, then what you're saying is, this is as far as I want to go. And look at me. You have not even begun to scratch the surface of what God has ordained for you. I, there's something I often say for myself. And I want you to say this for yourself too. I'm just getting started. But every person in this preview tonight that knows um, that you are just getting started, that what's ahead is greater than what's been. Can I get you to type that on the screen? I'm just getting started. Well, basically, I'm in my 40s. Baby, you just getting started. There was a man named Caleb. And Caleb made a declaration when Caleb was 40 years old. And Caleb said, we are well able to take this promised land. It was 40 years plus years later before Caleb ever had an opportunity to do it. And they were like, well, Caleb too old now. You know what Caleb said? I'm just as strong today as I was back then. I am well able to do it. So I need you to have that mentality. I need you to never feel like you, you, you have arrived Never feel like it's the end for you. Never feel like it's over for you. You are just getting started. And when you have that mentality, it's going to keep you fresh. It's going to keep you vibrant. It's going to keep you moving in what God has ordained. So many good comments. The question is, what has this series been speaking to you so far that we've been in called Daddy Issues? Called Daddy Issues. Called Daddy Issues. Let me take a couple more comments. A couple of more comments. A few more. Uh, a couple of more. Let's do two more. Let's do two more comments. What has this series been speaking to you, Daddy Issues? Guys, if you're just coming in on all the different platforms, do me a favor. If you haven't told me where you're watching from, let us know where you're watching from. And number two, make sure that you share. When you share, people get saved. All right? Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Let's go. I am the interruption. This is good. That's really good. You are the interruption to the dysfunction. Um, an object in motion remains in motion unless there's an interruption. An object at rest remains at rest unless something begins it, it in movement. And so this is an important principle to understand because unless somebody interrupts the generational curses, they will perpetuate. You are the interruption. God bless you, women of God. You are the interruption. You got to know that. All right. Oh, this is another good one from the series. Practice makes perfect, but it can be perfectly wrong. That is really good. That is really, really, really good. All right.
I can heal. I love that. This is good. I want to encourage you, if you don't have our app, get our app. And that way you can get caught up and be a part of the series. You can catch up on all of the messages. And not just this series, but all of our messages you can get caught up on. Um, totally free because of the faithful giving of the people of Harvest. Our podcasts are there. There's four different podcasts you can get. Our prayer podcast, the messages podcast, the leadership podcast, as well as an Ask the Bishop podcast where we put these message previews. It's on there. you got to get that. All right? How do you get the app? You simply text the word Harvest to 877-552-4746. All right. Uh, what you tolerate, you cannot change. That's another great point from this series. So much revelation has flowed from this series. I want to encourage you to get it because I need you to hear me. If you're going to be like everybody else in your bloodline, what is the purpose of you? If you are simply going to perpetuate and do the same things that everybody else in your bloodline has done, what is the purpose of you? You were sent to be the curse breaker. You are the interruption to the dysfunction in your, not just your bloodline. Because remember, a generational curse is something that's passed down and around. So for some of you, you're going to be the game changer. Here we go. In your community. You're going to be the game changer and the curse breaker in your city. Uh, listen, I know when it comes to African-American men, I'm a curse breaker in the city that I'm in. I know that I, 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 was, I was started in this city uh, as it relates to ministry uh, because I was sent to be a curse breaker in this city specifically, not just for African-American men, men, period, but especially for African-American men. I was sent here to be an interruption to a dysfunction. Y'all better hear me. You are the game changer in your community. You're the game changer in your city. You're the game changer in your state. You're the game changer in your region. You're the game changer in your nation. When look, Everybody listen to me. For many of you, and you got to hear this, you are the David. What is the David? Uh, there was a Goliath. There was a giant. And for many, these curses, and, and, and I'm going to give you a preview of where we're going tomorrow night. These generational curses that are passed down and around, they are the giants that keep God's people from ever uh, possessing what God has ordained. It is the thief that steals. John 10, 10 says, I am come that you might have life and have life more abundantly. But the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And for many people, when they hear the, that, that verse, they think of the thief, they think of the devil. The reality is, is that's not what the scripture says. The thief is this Greek word, kuptis, uh, which means to steal in secret, to steal in secret. It means it is something you're unaware of that is robbing from you. It is something you're unaware of that is taking from you. It is something that you're unaware of. You know the devil, so the devil can't be the thief because he's the enemy. Did you hear what I just said? You know the devil, so the devil can't be the thief. He's the enemy. The thief is something that steals in secret. What the enemy does, he does that out in the open. What a generational curse is, is it steals in secret. You don't even know that it's working until somebody teaches you. You don't even know what it really is until somebody says, this is that. You don't even know what's going on until somebody exposes it. And I'm grateful, hear me, for a series like this. Why? Because it's exposing what has been stealing from you. And that he and that which is stolen steal no longer. That's why the Bible says in Proverbs that if you find a what? A thief. If you find a what? A thief. If you find a thief, he will have to repay you, what? Sevenfold. It did not say, I mean, if you find an enemy, 
That's Proverbs 6 and 31. It did not say if you find an enemy. It says if you found a thief, if you find out who's been stealing in secret and what has been stealing in secret, you will do a sevenfold return. Sevenfold in the Old Testament, it means restitution. I need some of you to speak this over your life, that the second half of this year is going to be your six months of restitution. I want restitution and I want it all paid in the next 26 weeks. I want restitution and I want it all paid between now and December 31st, 2022. This is Bible, right? So, so pay attention. David, when David goes and fights Goliath, Goliath had held up. Goliath had held up. Did that bless you? Goliath had held up um, God's people. And the king, pay attention, Saul who had position, Saul who had power, Saul who had authority, Saul who had money. Saul is literally facing this giant called Goliath and Saul is unable to take him down. And for some of you, hear me, in your family, you're not the oldest. In your family, you're not necessarily the one everyone looks to. Am I talking to anybody? In your family, um, you may not be the one that, that everybody thought was going to do it. Everybody thought was going to win. Um, David was like that with his brothers. His brothers didn't think that, that he, he was this guy. So when David shows up in order to uh, uh, look at what's going on in the standoff between Goliath and King Saul, his brothers give him the most hell. Y'all got to hear me. It was his own flesh and blood that tried to stop him from taking Goliath down. And for many of you, when you begin to break generational curses, you got to hear me. Your greatest warfare is going to come from your own flesh and blood. Why? Because you are now the one that is breaking the curse that has had them bound. And look at me. Your warfare is not even with them. Your warfare is with the spirit that has had control of them for years, had control of them for decades. I can't wait. Oh, listen, I ain't even preaching yet, Elijah. This is just, this, this is just the preview. All right. For years, for years. So for many of you, you you're experiencing, watch me. And wave if I'm telling the truth. For some of you, you've experienced some weird issues amongst your own flesh and blood these last several weeks. Wave at me if I'm talking to you. Why? Because when you begin to break these generational curses, these ancient spirits that have had your bloodline on lock, and now you start messing with them, they're going to rise up in, the, in your own flesh and blood in order to try to shut you down. It was David's own, look at all the hands. It was David's own flesh and blood that tried to shut him down. And they said to him, you're arrogant. They, they said to him, you, 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 you want too much. You desire too much. Listen, David was like, can I ever do anything right with you people? He said, the only thing I'm trying to do is find out what happens to the man and what happens for the man that takes Goliath down. They're talking about him. They're talking trash. And the reason they're talking trash, you ready? Is because a few chapters earlier, can I teach this thing tonight? And this is not in tomorrow night's Bible study. So this is like Tuesday night Bible study. All right. This is not in Wednesday night lives message. This is just for you tonight on Tuesday night. Listen, um, a few chapters earlier, what happened? David gets anointed to become the next king of Israel. And the Bible says that he's anointed where? In the midst of his brethren. Meaning the same brothers that were talking trash, they had to acknowledge that he had the oil. 
Now, I need you to pay attention to me. The reason that warfare comes at you from people who may be around you or close to you is because the enemy knows he can't get you. I need you to type this on the screen. I'm untouchable. Y'all better talk to me tonight. I'm untouchable. He knows he cannot get you. Why? Because you've got the blood covering you and you've got the oil covering you. What is the oil? It represents the anointing of God. How do you get anointing oil? You have to crush an olive. You have been crushed and you survive. You have been scandalized and you survive. You were supposed to die, but you're still here. You were supposed to be at the edge, but somehow you bounced back. Listen, you took some L's, but you bounced back. You are untouchable. So the only way the enemy can get to you is that he has to get to somebody that is around you. Pay attention to me tonight. And make sure you share if you haven't shared yet. The only way he can get to you is you have to get to somebody around you. So what happens with David? David has been anointed in the midst of his brothers to be the next king of Israel. They didn't invite him into the house. They didn't think he deserved it. They didn't dress him up. He did not look the part. When uh, Samuel, the man of God, came to the house, they left David out in the field. And for every person, hear me, here's how you know you're a curse breaker. It's because there's certain things that you keep getting left out of. Is there anybody on this preview tonight well, you can tell the truth that there's been some stuff with your friends. There's been some stuff with your family. There's been some stuff even in your in your career and dealing with people where they intentionally left you out. Listen to me. They left you out because God was bringing you in. They left you out because God was bringing you in. David's brothers left them out. David's father left them out. But God says, you're the one I want. You're the one I'm bringing in. So I'm anointing you in front of them. And watch me. And then a few chapters later, when they're dealing with Goliath, Goliath, his brothers are talking about him. David's brothers are talking about him. David's brothers are saying, you, you arrogant. And, and listen, listen, why is he arrogant? What's arrogant about David? All David did is say, what's going to happen for the man that takes down Goliath? You arrogant. Why are you out of here? Here's how you know. You ready? I'm going to help some of y'all shout. Here's how sometimes... Sometimes here's how you know that you're effective because everyone accuses you of being arrogant. Now, listen, you want to make sure that you're not arrogant, right? But here's the deal. Sometimes your what people call your arrogance is because you won't tolerate their average. Would y'all please talk to me in these comments tonight on these different platforms. Sometimes what people call your arrogance is the fact that you won't accept their average. In fact, you are a threat to their average. You're a threat to it. You are a threat to it. You are a threat to it. So you arrogant, you stuck up. No, I just ain't tolerating your average. And so now you wanna say that I'm arrogant because I'm not tolerating your half behind. Come on here, all right? Is there anybody on this preview tonight where you have had people say that about you and you're thinking, what are you talking about? All I'm trying to do is help. I'm, I'm, all I'm trying to do is be a blessing. And you want to think, I ain't nobody trying to be arrogant, but you ain't nobody got time for that. What I'm doing is I'm offending your average because your average is part of your generational curse. Your average is why your bloodline has never risen up to do what God has ordained. Oh, but I'm sent to be a curse breaker. Listen, y'all, this is just the message preview. And I actually would like to get to the message preview, but we got to with the Holy Ghost tonight. I got 10 minutes left. Can I get every curse breaker to type it on the screen tonight? I'm the curse breaker. Only type that if you know you're the curse breaker. If you ain't sure, don't say nothing. If you're not certain, don't respond. 
You're the curse breaker. David was the curse breaker. His, look at me. They stood out there for 40 days and 40 nights facing Goliath. And here's what I want you to pay attention to. This is so good. Who never ever went up to challenge Goliath? Saul didn't. Saul, who was the king, he had position and power. He had position and power. He had position and power, but he did not do it. Who else didn't go take down Goliath? Goliath represents the, the curse. Who else didn't take down Goliath? Guess what? His brothers didn't. The main ones talking trash ain't doing nothing. Y'all better talk to me tonight. The main ones talking about David being arrogant and David trying to do this and that. You ain't doing nothing. I need you not. Listen, you are on the highway. Stop letting parked cars slow you down. You are on the highway. Stop letting people on bikes slow you down. Y'all better talk to me. You are on the highway. Stop letting people on them little scooters slow you down. I'm not stopping for you. It's they're the main ones that have something to say. And watch me. They do run in their mouth. They run in their mouth. They're doing all that cat cackling. But, but you ain't trying to conquer nothing. And, and watch me. And if you're not careful, I don't know who this is for. They will talk you out of it. Oh, my God. I don't know who that's for, but I sense there's at least four of you on it tonight. You better pay close attention to the conversations you're having and who you're having them with. Because if you're not careful, they will talk you out of breaking the generational curse. They're going to they talk you out of it. They're going to try to talk you out of that thing. They're going to try to talk you out of that thing. Listen, here we go. i got to get to the preview part. Um, David's brothers did not try to take Goliath down. They just tried to talk him out of it. They just tried to say, why don't you stay over here? Why don't you, ooh, why don't you just settle? Why don't you just be comfortable? Why don't you just relax? Why do you want so much? Why don't you just, just you know, one in the hand is better than two in the bush. But this is Wow, 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 wow. You ready? David shows up. And when David shows up, the Bible says the entire nation of Israel is held up. Because Goliath is threatening them. And when David shows up, here's what Goliath says. Goliath says, I, <laughs> I've been a, uh, I'm a whole grown man. You, I've been a man of war since my youth. This, this, this guy here is a youth. David was approximately 16 years old, between 16 and 17 years old at the time. David takes Goliath down. And when David takes Goliath down, what does he do? Here's the point I wanted to get to. He sets the whole nation free. For some of you, the reason it's so important you break every generational curse in your bloodline is because when you kill it, you're going to set the whole community free. Y'all going to talk to me. When you take it down, you're about to set your whole bloodline free. When you take it down, it literally is the, there's somebody else's freedom that rests on your victory. Y'all better talk to me in these comments. Let's go. Somebody else's freedom rests in the hands of your victory. For every parent, you must be the curse breaker. Your children's lives depend on it. Don't make them have to go through the same mess you went through. Don't make them have to deal with the same drama you went through. For every leader, your yes and your victory determines the lives of other people. You got to hear me. You got to hear me, right? 
So when you're the curse breaker, you need to know that. You need to know that often a lot of your warfare is going to come from people right around you. A lot of your warfare is going to come from people directly around you who should be helping you. And instead, they're trying to hinder you. Oh, my God. So tomorrow night's message. Here we go. And do me a favor. If you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from. Make sure you share. When you share, people get saved. I do these message previews on Tuesday night to give you a preview of where we're going on Wednesday Night Live Bible Study. You don't want to miss it. Tomorrow night's message is called Being Fine with Being the First. Ooh, let's go. Let's go. Being Fine with Being the First. Um, for most, you're going to be the first one in your bloodline to break every generational curse. For most, I'll say it again, you're going to be the first one in your bloodline to break, not some, but all generational curses. And I know what some of you might think, Bishop, is that even possible? Oh, yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. It is very possible, right? You will be the first and you have to be okay with being the first. Can I get you to make this declaration? You're going to say this a lot over the next two days, especially if you're with me tomorrow night in church on campus or online, on campus or online. Um, I need you to say this. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. You're going to be the first one out of debt. Be okay with that. You're going to be the first one whose marriage ain't toe up. Be okay with that. You're going to be the first one who doesn't think that they need marriage to be complete. Be okay with that. You're going to be the first one that is going to owe no man anything except the loving. Be okay with that. You're going to be, you need to be fine with being the first. Because often when you're the first, hear me message preview, when you're the first, it can seem challenging. Why? Because you, you haven't seen it. Tell me, have you seen it? You haven't seen it. So because you haven't seen it, it's like, this is weird. Is it supposed to be like this? Am I supposed to be like this? Is it supposed to go this way? Listen, and when you're the first, you will often, let me give you this. This is just for y'all on Tuesday night preview because none of what I'm saying now is in the Mellow Night's message. Listen, number one, you have to be okay. You have to be fine with the fact that your warfare may come from your family. I just showed you that with David. Number two, when you're the first, you have to be okay that you will deal with challenges that you don't have a roadmap for how to deal with. You don't have a roadmap for how to deal with them. You don't have a roadmap for how to deal with it. How do you deal with sabotage coming from your own? You have a roadmap for that. You're going to think, have things that you don't have a roadmap because you've not been through it. But the word will be your guide. But the word will be your guide. You have to be okay with that. You have to be okay. You have to be okay with the fact that when you're the first, sometimes your warfare is going to come from your family. Yeah, you have to be okay. 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 You have to be okay with it. That many of your challenges you don't have a roadmap for. Because you're the first. You're the first. Someone says, I'm going through it now. You're the first. You're the first. You're the first. And when you're the first, that means you're going to deal with some challenges that you're like, I don't even know. I, I don't even know. I don't even know where to start. I don't know where to start. You ready? And when you're the first, you're going to have to be committed. You're going to have to be committed to finish the job. To finish the job. You have to see this thing all the way through. You have to see this thing all the way through. Tomorrow night's message is called being fine with being the first. And I'm literally going to 
walk you through. Listen to me carefully. I'm going to walk you through something. I'm going to release some revelation tomorrow night um, that I believe is going to be revolutionary. I'm going to show you and introduce you to a man in the scripture that in one chapter, it says one thing about him. In another chapter, it says something totally different about him, not the same man. But this man was the first to be the curse breaker in his bloodline. He was the first. I'm going to show you. I'm literally going to walk you through the word tomorrow night. I'm going to show you this man. He was the first. One chapter describes him one way. One, 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 one book of the Bible. Another book of the Bible describes him a totally different way. A totally different way. Yet he was the first. He was a curse breaker. And, and what's crazy is that him being the curse breaker, what's amazing is the Bible says that when the people saw him, they were afraid. You have to be okay. You're going to have to be okay. If you're going to be the curse breaker, you're going to have to be okay that when you begin to change, it's going to make some people scared of your change. You have to be okay with it. You, you have to be okay with it. You're going to have to be okay with the fact that some people are going to be scared of your change. You ready? You ready for this? You're going to have to be okay with the fact that you may be scared sometimes of your own strength. That you may be afraid sometimes, not of failure, but when you start succeeding, you have to be okay with that. Tomorrow night, it's 9.30, on the dot, here we go. Tomorrow night's message, and I want to encourage you, be with me online at harvestchurch.church. Or if you're in Denver, you can meet us in the building. So this is prophetic. Oh, listen, you ain't heard nothing yet. You ain't, listen, tomorrow night, oh my God, what, what, there's going to be a part when we get to this, when we get to this part and when we get there, that revelation is going to, you're going to be like, what, 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 all right, Bible says when they saw him finally break the curse, they were afraid, they were afraid. When you start breaking the curses, see a curse, let me give you this last piece. Can I give you just a little extra in the preview tonight? When you walk in generational curses, the Bible says, Numbers 14, 18, that the sins of the fathers, the, the, cur the generational curses will be passed down to the third and the fourth generation. They will visit to the third and fourth generation. Can I get a few of you to type the word visit on the screen? Visit. I have taught you in this series that visit is the same biblical word, ready, for pastor. See, what does a pastor do? Preach to you, teach you, lead you, guide you, direct you. You ready? So the Bible says that your generational curses will try to pastor you. That's what the word visit means, bakad in Hebrew. So check this out. If I break my generational curses, that means my curses are no longer directing me. They're no longer leading me. They're no longer protecting me. But so now here's what that means. It's more, you ready for this? Freedom for some is more difficult than bondage. I'm gonna say that again, because I need you to catch it. We gotta go. For some, freedom is more difficult than bondage. Why? Because my curse used to tell me what to do. Now I don't know what to do. Who am I talking to? My fear used to tell me what to do. Now I don't know what to do. 
Who am I talking to? My insecurity used to tell me what to do. Now I'm secure. I don't know what to do. Oh my God. It's like the children of Israel. They came out of 430 years of Egyptian bondage. And when they came out, do you want to know what they did? They were like, let's go back to Egypt. We're free, but we're out of Egypt, but Egypt's still in us. What am I supposed to do? Now that you ain't struggling with sleeping around with everybody, now what do you do? Who am I talking to tonight? Now that you're not struggling um, with, uh, with all these different issues, now what do you do? What do you do now? Somebody says, I always said a curse word, Bishop. You know the word getting good when you want to cuss at the word. I'm just keeping it 100. You know the word is good when you literally want to say something like, <laughs> what do I do now? Now that you are finally out of debt, now what you going to do? Now what you going to do? Now what you going to do? Okay. Uh, okay. So listen, there's a decision that a, a, a big decision that I'm in the midst of making and contemplating and making. And in that, I asked, I asked the Lord and, and I said, okay, Lord, you know, boom, 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 boom. What is your will concerning this? And you, and, and, and here's the deal. You ready? I recognize that one of the things when I, when I look back on the paternal side, and my bloodline. One of the things that I have to make sure um, is that I do not ever settle and get comfortable. Woo! I have to make sure, y'all gotta hit me, that I do not settle and get comfortable. I'm gonna say it a third time. I have to make sure that I do not settle and get comfortable. And so um, I said, okay, God, what you know? What do you want to do here? His answer. You ready? Was do what's in your heart. Whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. I am with you. I am with you. I am with you. You ready? It's easier. It is easier, it is easier when you have, listen carefully, um, isn't that good? Who am I helping? Who am I helping? Who am I helping? Um, guys, let me say this to some of y'all. When you come in late on a live, it's incumbent upon you to go back and look at the beginning so you understand where we're at. That way, you understand where we're at. Because when you were Bishop Foreman, you, you get nothing but Bible. You're not dealing with a novice. I ain't new to it. I'm true to it. All right? So it's incumbent upon you. Go back listen to the beginning so that you understand where we're at. All right? Listen. Um, if you choose to be the curse breaker, there is a freedom that comes. There is a freedom that comes. And let me, because some of this is the, the word says your heart is deceitfully wicked. So let me give you scripture. Um, let me give you scripture. This is the prophet Nathan speaking to David, First, First Chronicles 17 and 12. And this is Jonathan's armor bearer speaking to him in First Samuel 14 and 7. Do all that's in your heart. Good point though. Very good point. The Bible does say that the heart is deceitfully wicked. All right. Um, so, so, so in all of that, um, when you choose to be the curse breaker, there are some things that 
you used to be on autopilot that now you're like, hmm, 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 hmm. Tomorrow night's message, listen, it's going to be amazing. Um, it is called Being Fine with Being First. Being fine with being the first, excuse me. Um, because for many, you will be the first in your bloodline to break every generational curse. I want to encourage you to be with us tomorrow night, 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. If you're in Denver, you can meet us in the building. If you're not in Denver, you can meet us online, anywhere, on Facebook, YouTube, our app. Best way to stay connected is text the word HARVEST to 877. Come on here. to 877-552-4746. Last thing I want to do before we get off preview tonight um, last two things I want to do. If you are not a Christian, I want to give you an opportunity right now, whatever platform you're on, to give your life to the Lord. You love him. Um, excuse me. He loves you. Uh, he loved us before we even knew that we were in need of a savior. And so tonight, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Like this moment, I think I'm saying, I don't really know. This is your moment to be sure. No guilt tonight. No condemnation. No shame. Nobody's looking down on you. Nobody's going to bully you. Nobody's going to make you feel bad. There's nothing but love tonight across every platform. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure, whatever platform you're on, on the count of three, just do the hand wave emoji or say, it's me. And when you do that, I'm going to lead you in a prayer. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. On the count of three, I want you to respond. One, two, three, respond wherever you're at, whatever platform you're on. When you become a Christian for the very first time, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure, wherever you're at, on this Tuesday night message preview, I just want you to respond. God came to get you tonight. He came to get you tonight on this message preview. Wherever you're at, wave at me or just say, it's me. Wherever you're at, wave at me. Do that hand with emoji or say it's me. I'm going to count down from five. I need you to respond by the time I get to five. Five. No judgment. No condemnation. Just love. Four. No judgment. No condemnation. Yes, you're right. He is our great I am. Three. He is our great I am. Two. I'm waiting on you. Waiting on you. Waiting on you. I see your prayer requests over here. Don't let me forget to cover it. Don't let me forget to cover it. One. Listen, everybody, pray this prayer with me. I see you. I got you. I got you. This is why I count down, y'all. Because the enemy sometimes will tell people, don't respond. You don't know them people. You don't know. Listen, you have a Bishop Palmer. You are in a safe place and a safe space. You're in a safe place and a safe space. You're in a safe place and a safe space. I see you over here on TikTok. I got you. I see you over here on Instagram. I got you. And the hand wave emoji, say it's me. All right, I want to lead you in a prayer so that tonight before you go to sleep or wherever you're at in the world, you know that things are locked in. You know that things are locked in. Um, if you were to take your last breath tonight, you know, you know, there's another decision over here. Come on, everybody, pray this prayer with me. You can keep responding. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself, Lord, or be sure. Keep responding. But everybody, just pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth. And I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall, give me the grace to get back up. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, guys, um, saw several hands tonight. If you just gave your life to the Lord, I'm clapping for you. I, Bible says there's a party going on in heaven. They are partying way louder and way, way more than me. But I just want you to know. I'm starting a celebration. It's a celebration tonight for you. You mean that much to him. He's a good shepherd. He loves you so much 
that 2,000 years ago, he got on a cross and died, not just for your sins. When people say he died for my sins and this, that's all the gospel, then once you get saved, then you could die, right? Because then why do you need to live if the only thing was to die for your sins? No, he died so that you could have life and life more abundantly. I pray that from this day forward, your life improves in every way. Even when you go through valleys, this is not a promise of, of a, of a problem-free life. This is not a problem at a valley-free life. It just means whatever you endure from this day forward, God is with you. You have a pulse, so that means he still has a plan. I want you to text the word decision. Text the word decision to the phone number 877-552-4746. When you shoot that text, you're going to get a message right back from us. Um, that uh, is going to get you a message called what next now that you prayed that prayer what do you do now i am a shepherd that wants to make sure that when people come to the lord if we don't just leave them out there and say now you know go figure this out go read your bible look that's crazy even even in school they give you orientation right so what we're going to do is we'll send you a message called what next to show you what to do now that you've prayed that prayer all right i want to encourage you to do that and uh, and I know that it'll be a great blessing to you. All right. You can see different people have uh, put it in the comments on all the different platforms. If you're on the Bishop Form of Facebook, IG or Twitter, you can see it there. All right. Listen, last thing I want to do. Um, if tonight, if this preview blessed you, I want to encourage you to be a blessing to what blesses you. You know, one of the things that I think is, is incredibly interesting is that sometimes um, we expect something for nothing. And the reality is we don't expect that anywhere in life. I said something to somebody today. I said, so if you didn't give an order to Chick-fil-A and you didn't pay it the window, the first window, I said, I just use Chick-fil-A as an example. I said, would you go to that second window and expect anything from them? They said, well, no, of course not. I said, well, because you didn't invest, you wouldn't expect to receive. Um, and so invest in your spirit um, and always be a blessing to what blesses you. If you want to sow tonight into this, you can sow into this. Bible says, given it shall be given unto you. How? Good measure, pressed down, second together, running over, so men pour into your bosom. How can you sow? You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman, F-O-R-E-M-A-N, with the number two. Or you can also use, um, if you're already connected to Harvest, you can use text to give or give on our website, harvestsearch.church forward slash give. Or if you want to use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, and Given, all of that's available. And you can give that, that key email is hello at harvestsearch.church. Now, let me say this real fast too. Tonight, whenever you sow, you always want to connect your seed to a scripture. Whenever you're sowing, I'm not talking about your tithes, I'm talking about your seed. When you're sowing, you always want to connect that uh, to a scripture. And the scripture I want you to connect that to for tonight is Psalm 51.5. It says, Behold, I was shapen in iniquity. Um, the reason I want you to use 51.5, 5 is the biblical number of grace. Um, and when you look at grace, grace is when God gives us something good that we don't deserve. God's going to give you the grace to break every generational curse. He's going to give you the grace to break every generational curse. So whatever you sow, sow those numbers. 515. You can do $51.50. You can do $515. You can do $1.55. Whatever. Sow it with those numbers. Father, speak to your people about what they're to sow tonight. And when you sow the seed, you're going to call this your grace seed. Psalm 51.5. Grace, unity, grace. That's 515. Grace, unity, grace. So um, um, I'm going to sow the 51.50. And you can join me in doing that. But you always want to bless what blesses you. All right. Let me also say this last thing because it's 945. we got to go. Let me say thank you to those of you guys um, over here on TikTok, y'all. 
Thank you. I didn't forget about Cody. Thank you. Over here on TikTok, I have tons of fake pages. Um, if ever you get a page and it's not the blue check, there's no blue check, it's not me. On Facebook, somebody literally went through and went through comments telling people, blessed child of God, give to the orphanage and here's my WhatsApp. We only have one orphanage. It's the Bishop Kevin Foreman Orphanage in Hyperbidad, India. And I've never asked you to sow towards that on social media, okay? Um, and so that's not me. If it doesn't have the blue check, it's not me. But again, I'm not going to be inboxing you or messaging you saying that. So thank you so much, Reverend um, uh, 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 Lee. Thank you so much for sending that. My office let me know about that earlier today. I appreciate that. And so many of you reported it. So thank you. If you ever see one of these crazy pages, definitely report them. Father, we cover Cody. And every other prayer request right now, God, if there's anybody you want to pray for, drop their initials in the chat. We cover every request right now, God, just like we do every single Monday night when we pray from seven mountain to nine uh, to eight mountain. God, we cover every request. And our prayer is that you're the God that will bring strategy, that you're the God that will bring answers, that you're the God that will bring clarity. And so we speak right now in the name of Jesus that every prayer request that it is turned into a praise report. And for that, we say thank you. We cover every set of initials. You know the situations. God, we expect that great things will come forward. In Jesus' name, we pray. Everybody said, amen. I love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night. Again, 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 make sure that you, um, make sure that you share this. And not only make sure that you share, um, but at the end of the day, uh, but at the end of the day, Make sure um, that you share and also make sure that you show. So, SS, share and so. I love you guys. Here she go talking. I love y'all. Have an amazing night. See you tomorrow night. Wednesday Night Live, 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern. Let's go. Shalom. Love you, TikTok. Everybody on these other platforms, were y'all blessed? Y'all get that thing tonight? Bishop, could you preach to the people about the aspect of tithing? I do. We talk about tithing every Sunday, every Wednesday. We talk about it. That's a great question. That's a great question. On on the lives, I don't talk about tithing because it's sowing seed, but we absolutely do that. That's a great question. That's a great question. Um, but uh, we talk about that every Sunday, every Wednesday. And there's tons of messages on our website, harvestsearch.com/give that you can access that. You can find out more about that. All right? Love you, God. Let's see. Thank you for the friend. Please send, send me the link for Bishop Foreman. I needed that. Thank you for this family, the first curse breaker. Come on, send the link. All right, somebody, let's get Danita the link. Make sure Danita's got the link um, to our app and our website and all of that. They're going to comment, Danita, and make sure you got the link and everything that you need. Atlanta, yes, I have dates for you. I have dates for you. I'm coming. I'm coming, doctor. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. Love you all. Shalom. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With LuckyLandSlots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.